So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. And if you are a fan of the podcast, then you need to join me inside my manifestation club called the Inner Tribe. The Inner Tribe is located inside the Manifest It Now app, and it is where we meet every single week and do live manifestation calls. We bring in guest experts two times a month. So every other week, you get a guest expert that is helping you grow and expand your mindset and manifest your best life. You can ask them questions. We have a community of high vibe women that you can network with and you get access to the entire app. So all of the courses, the book club, and I create custom workbooks for you filled with journal prompts, custom subliminals, meditations, the whole nine yards. So if you like manifestation, if you like the podcast, then this is definitely for you. So I will link it in the show notes below. And it's time to invest in something that is going to help you manifest the best year ever. So get in there as soon as possible. We've got a lot of really fun things planned for the rest of this year. Now let's dive into the show. Today, I have guest Rachel Wagstaff. Rachel is a well-being coach, yoga teacher, and an advocate for optimal hydration. I am as well, Rachel. Um, I love hydration. Having worked in the holistic health field since 2007, she has a wealth of knowledge to share. She now coaches women to create a simple yet supportive morning routine utilizing 1% of the day in her membership, Rise and Shine Wellbeing. As a previous snoozeaholic, Rachel knows the positive effects from creating a mindful morning routine, and she has written an ebook to help you create the same for yourself. Rachel, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation because I love morning routines. It's Mm. changed my life. I was not always that way, but once I implemented a morning routine, everything changed for me. So I'm really going to just love diving into all this good stuff. Um, And before we do, do you want to just give everyone a little bit of background on how you came to do everything that you're doing now? Mm, It's really come from a place of passion for sharing how I felt great and feel if I can feel like this, why can't we all feel like this? And it really started as I loved having massages. I was like, this is amazing. Maybe I could do massages and reflexology and trained in that side. Realized very quickly it's very different receiving them to giving them. So I kind of expanded from there. That's how I started in holistic health. Um, at the same time as training as a holistic therapist, I trained as a yoga teacher without the intent of teaching, but that's just where I was guided to do um, like holistic health and well-being. And I've been doing that for over 10 years now. But it was really through 
sort of the, the big hit for me with 2020 was realizing how much of a snoozeaholic I was. So it's like, hi, I'm Rachel, I'm a snoozeaholic. And that really, really feels very appropriate to me. And I love that you said how much a morning routine has helped you because I felt the same. I was like, no, I'm a night owl. I can't do mornings. Even like hearing the words, my mum always used to say, you know, you were born at 10.30 at night. That's why you're a night owl. And, you know, I had that embedded in me. And I was like, I need to change that mindset. And as I've built my business, I've gone more through rather than having trainings, think I need to learn this to be able to teach this to my students. It's like, what actually do I need from a business background? As so many business mentors are shouting from the rooftops about have a morning routine. I was like, really? I want to know how to work my systems and all these things you think of the business owner with marketing, et cetera. But they were all saying, you know, you need a morning routine. I was like, okay, I've got the time now to, to set it up and really have a play. And I realized I had a sort of morning routine, but I was so attached to that snooze button. And I didn't realize quite how bad it made me feel from snoozing so much. And to the point where I have had days where I would snooze so much and I'd be rushing out of bed to go and teach a lunchtime class. I was like, this can't be good if I'm rocking up feeling quite drained and then helping people feel good. And I was like, I need to reset and reshift and then realize how amazing I did feel. And I've really changed that, that mindset from... I'm a night owl, I just stay up and rock it out at night and that's when I get all my ideas to my alarm goes off and I'm up and I'm meditating and doing all these amazing practices that help me feel good. And I was like, right, I can really feel the difference and that's where it's then shifted for me sharing the morning routine and helping people feel great in an easy way, keeping it simple. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I feel like everything can be done with ease if we just kind of set that intention. I think a lot of times we just assume it's going to be so hard. And because we're worried it's going to be hard, we manifest that it's going to be hard. So I like to always just, you know, set that intention that it's just going to flow. It's going to be easy. But I like how you said that, you know, business mentors were all saying this because that's how I started. I was in the business world and I started reading a lot of books on business, personal development. And I noticed a theme that all of these people who had been mega successful all had a morning routine, every single one of them. They didn't wake up rushing. They didn't wake up like checking their email and answering to someone else. They set the tone for the day and they like commanded their, their energy to be for themselves in the morning. And so I started, you know, I had to really force myself to get up early. But then I noticed, um, I, I had always suffered from anxiety and I noticed that on the days that I would do this and get up earlier, like I was so much more calm. And then I noticed mm. my daughter would be more calm, like on the car ride to school. I started seeing that I was just feeling so much better, not having that panicked feeling all the time. And then I took it a step further. We, we got a puppy like a few years back and she was the, like, I still say she was harder to deal with than my infants, like my actual children. Um, she was so high maintenance as a puppy and I would have to get up at 5 a.m. to let her out. Otherwise, she'd have an accident. So I got into the routine of getting up like mega early. I was up at 5 a.m. I would let her out and then she would come and cuddle with me on the couch. And while she was cuddling with me on the couch, I would meditate and then start my routine. And that was like. I mean, after that, I was like, I'm never going back. Like, I will always be a super early riser because this feels so amazing. So um, maybe you could just kind of like 
start at the beginning. How would you tell someone who is a snoozeaholic how to get started with a morning routine? Absolutely. It's it's the same with setting any type of goal, anything that you're wanting to manifest. You're wanting to manifest being, uh, you know, feeling motivated, feeling focused, having that morning routine. And you've got to identify, and that's the key area, identify with the goal. But we get so attached to an outcome. Like, I want to feel this way. I want to feel this way. I want to do this. And then we put these blockers in place. Well, I'll do that when I have the time. And we all have the same 24 hours. We all have the same amount of time in the morning. And I know a lot of people could go, yeah, but I have three children. You only have two dogs because, you know, it's like my morning could look very different to yours. But it's like, well, how you make that time for yourself is very different. And that's why I focus on keeping it very, very simple with the 1%, which we'll go into a little bit later. But it's what, how do you want to feel? Really, really dive into how do you want to feel? And you want to feel motivated. You want to feel present with your children. You want to go into that that morning uh, meeting at work and feel fantastic and feel that you know what you're doing rather than feeling like you said, you felt that anxiety because we'd, we would be rushing and that increases your stress and anxiety level. Whereas if you give yourself a little bit of time, even if it's one minute, two minutes, 15 minutes, it can be really super, super simple. Even you know when you're in the shower, something you probably do every day and you think, well, I'm just going to take a minute to breathe really tap into how does that make you feel this feels really great I want to feel like this every day and attached to that identity of I feel amazing and how do you feel amazing well it's by doing this type of practice and that's how your morning routine can can come about so it's really tapping into that process of reverse engineering how that how you want to feel with that outcome and then take out the the block of I'll do that when I have time or when I have the money or when I have this it, you know taking that out of the way and tapping into the behavior first what what do you need to do to feel that way and it can form from there yeah and I love how you mentioned that even just in the shower because I am really big on like finding those points in the day where you can just amplify it a little bit. So like, I love like doing a little shower meditation or Mm. some people will think of like abundance flowing over you. Like there's so many different like shower type, um, meditations and things. So I think that's a great way for people to start. And even like something that I started doing in the beginning, when I really was only able to get up like 10 minutes earlier, when I first started is while I was brushing my teeth, I would just start saying affirmations in my mind, like, today's going to be a great day. Like this is going to happen. And you know, it's, I, it was the same amount of time. Like I was brushing my teeth no matter what, but now just thinking about my affirmations and how I wanted the day to go, it only, it took the same amount of time, but it made me feel so much better. So it's like, you could even do little things like that, especially in the beginning when you might not be able to get up, you know, like a full hour early or something. So that brings me to my next question. I want to know like, what, what do you think about this? Like, should people get up 10 minutes earlier, an hour earlier? Is there really a rule around it? What, what's the deal with that? 
Not really. You've already touched on I love that you said you used to start by brushing your teeth and doing the affirmations. That's what we call habit stacking. You probably didn't even realize you were doing it. But brushing your teeth is something that we have this unconscious competence to. We can do it without thinking about it. You know, we literally pick up the toothbrush, we turn on the faucet, we put on the toothpaste, we're brushing our teeth. And your mind's probably elsewhere going, right, and next I need to do this and this and this and this. So you're not even present when you're doing that task of brushing your teeth. So when we have those habits already in place, that's when we can stack something else on top. So you don't have to have extra time. So to answer your question really, really simply is no, you don't actually have to get up any earlier because you could look at what you already do in your day and go, okay, I don't actually have to think about brushing my teeth. I don't have to think about, you know, it doesn't take any um, concentration when I'm making the breakfast or whatever or whatever it is that you're doing in the morning or the shower meditation is one of my favorites because it's super easy to do uh, even I have clients where I say what what do you do when you're in the car uh, oh, I just put the radio on and I'm listening to the news and then I feel really you know unmotivated because I'm hearing all this horrible stuff going on put on a podcast put on a meditation if that works obviously you want to be mindful of what you're doing when you're when you're driving but uh listening to an audiobook you can you know I really I've got all these books on my bookshelf but I'd never get the time to read them that could be part of your morning routine your drive to work dropping the kids off at school put that on whilst you're driving because you don't need to have that concentration as much because it's something you do all the time so depending on what you have got available already in your schedule you don't have to get up any earlier, which I know a lot of people will be like, great, I don't <laughs> have to yeah. do the extra work. No, I love that term habit stacking. Mm. I really like that. I wrote it down because I'm like, wow, like that to me, that seems like this is like a life hack that everyone should know about, you know, and, and you mentioned what are you doing while you're driving? That was another big thing for me because I was in sales where my office was basically my car mm. and for years, I did just listen to the radio. And let me tell you something, when you're listening to the radio, you get sick of your favorite songs. Like you do. Eventually you just like hate every song that you don't hate it, but you're just like, okay, I don't want to hear the song again. And I switched at some point to audiobooks, and I would always think in my head, I must have like a PhD in personal development because, you know, I, I just started doing it. And before you knew it, it's like I was reading a book a week, maybe more plus podcasts. And you gain so much knowledge instead of just zoning out like I did, you know, for so long. And the other thing I want to mention for the people listening that that have kids, because like I said, I, I always had anxiety. The mornings were really bad for me with anxiety. And I would always feel rushed. And then I would kind of like yell at my daughter, like, hurry up, you know, we got to get to school. And then I'd feel guilty the rest of the day because I got her all worked up. So one thing that I implemented when she was really young, and this was like the best thing I feel like I could have done. And I, I recommend every parent try this is while you're driving them to school or walking them to the bus stop, whatever it may be while they're eating their breakfast, um, turn it into a game and just say, let's talk about three things we're grateful for. And I started doing this with my daughter and I called it a game. I'd be like, okay, let's do the gratitude game. And she loved it. And on days that I would forget to bring it up, she'd be like, mom, the gratitude game. And it became this kind of like thing where we would try to like come up with something different every day. And then we would try to like outdo each other. And then 
she started learning how to manifest because instead of only being grateful for things we already had, she would start saying things that she's grateful for that hadn't happened yet. And it would be like, I'm so grateful, mom, that you get to pick me up every day from school and I don't have to go to the to daycare. And I'm so grateful you don't have to go to work every day so we can hang out. And, and she, we started, you know, doing that. And it was so much fun for her. And I think it kind of implemented a nice solid morning routine, you know, for her as well. So um, I want to throw that out there for all the parents listening, but I know Rachel that you talk a lot about the 1% mindset. Can you dive into that a little bit and what that yeah, is? Absolutely. And I love just so we'll jump in on what you were just saying. I love that you got your, your daughter involved because when we do have families, uh, it's so empowering to get them involved because they hold you accountable. Like, you know, you, it was probably you were a bit busy. You forgot. She's like, hang on, we haven't done this yet. And I think that's really beautiful. So you had that little accountability buddy as well, which is really beautiful. So uh, I love that practice. We actually call that the magic nine gratitude uh, journaling practice. So do three things you're grateful for, three things you're manifesting and three things you're excited about. And that's one of I love my favorite, that. favorite practices. But yeah, the 1%, 1% of your day is 15 minutes, just 15 minutes. So wow. finding 15 minutes of your day to do something for yourself is really beautiful. And then that brings in the compound effect, because if you do something just 1% every day, it's this trickle effect. You won't necessarily see it straight away or really, really you know, quickly, but over time, you you might not even be aware of it but then someone will suddenly go you you they you have that conversation like you've changed you're actually yeah I have I feel so much better it's when someone points it out to you and you suddenly see that rapid uh incline in how well you really do feel so by doing something really small we call these our tiny habits do something really small every single day that don't really take up that much time of your day will build on themselves. So keeping it super simple with 1% of your day up to 15 minutes. So it's it's really short and sweet. It, it makes it attainable for a lot of us that feel that we identify with being busy. I love that you point that out, that it's only 15 minutes mm. because, you know, I, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I just feel like the number one sort of like excuse that people have is that they don't have enough time. And like you said in the beginning, we all have the same amount of time, but everyone can find 15 minutes. You know, everyone mm. can find these little pockets. It doesn't have to be like a one hour or two hour um, ordeal that completely disrupts your life. And I love that you break it down like that because it really is um, it really is simple when, when you break it down. It's just our minds make it out to be this big chore or project. Um, and so I love that you're just like making this incredibly simple for someone to get started. Um, now we talked a little bit about, you know, some of these things that will actually help you manifest. What else do you think? Like, do you think that your morning routine is correlated to what you manifest in your life? Because I totally found that connection. Like when I when I focused on my morning and I prioritized it and I started doing these things, I manifested with ease. And the things that I would think about in the morning and write about started happening. Is that what you see as well with your clients? Absolutely. I mean, if you're, if you're wanting to feel good, 
and you're giving yourself that time to feel good and check in with yourself and start your day. We call this win the morning, win the day. You're already setting yourself up for success. Whereas when you rush and you're feeling stressed and, and you then you're looking for the negative. And unfortunately, our minds are wired to look for the negative because it's what keeps us safe. But we don't need it so much or we've got too much that we can make up in our mind now because we can go oh now I'm going to be stuck in traffic or my boss is going to be angry at me and that's not the same as oh what if I find a tiger in the woods when I'm hunting it's it's not the same thing whereas if you can start your day with feeling good that's going to ripple out into your the rest of your day you feel good so you feel like you want to let someone in rather than feel like they've cut you up when you're in traffic and you're you'll open the door up for someone as you're going in even if you might be a couple of minutes late and you'll be smiling and beaming as you go into work and your boss is like oh I hope you've had a good weekend rather than what do you call this five minutes late it's amazing how it really does turn you know that that sort of it, it ripples out into your day because you do feel great. It really turns it on its head with, with giving yourself that time to really be allowed. And I, I think that's the thing. It's being allowed to have this time for ourselves because we feel like we shouldn't have this time. We feel guilty for having this time to check in with ourselves. We should, we should be able to do it already. And, you know, we're only, we're only human. And, you know, it's, I think as women, as mums, we feel we have all this extra pressure on ourselves that we should just be able to have maybe one day you know, for Mother's Day, for example, that this is our downtime. Whereas, you know, if you're checking in with yourself just for up to 15 minutes every single day, and you can like, how do I actually feel today? And then you can ripple that out to saying, well, actually, I felt a bit tired or a bit drained. Maybe I can ask my partner, you know, do they mind doing this today? Because I do feel really tired. And they actually appreciate being asked in that way, because you're coming from a point of you need help rather than telling or having a go, why did you do that? because we haven't shared how we actually feel. So yeah, having that start to your day really, really does affect that manifesting because you're like, well, I feel like this. Do I want to feel like this? Yes, no, and you get to choose. So you have that choice of, is that how you want the rest of your day to go? Oh my gosh, so much there. I love I love how you say that, like asking for help too, just because um, I, I totally feel that as a mom, especially. It's like we do everything for everyone else. And it's like the first thing that you cut when you're running, you know, out of time or you, you feel rushed is your self-care. And what I've noticed is when I spend that time, and like you said, it, it's really like 15 minutes. I feel like I get that time back. Like, I feel like that buys me more time because then I just show up at a completely different level in my life. And even like, not even the morning, but I used to, when I was in uh, my my corporate job, I would go through that like 2 p.m. slump where it was like, I am not going to get through the day unless I chug a bunch of espresso. I would get like a triple espresso every day. And I started meditating in my car instead of getting that coffee for three minutes, three minutes. And it would energize me. It would like make me a different person, I swear, so that I could not only just get through the rest of the day, but I mean, actually be productive. And that's when I, that's when I kind of came up with this idea. I'm like, wow, I'm actually buying myself more time by spending this three minutes or 10 minutes. Eventually I worked my way up to 20 minutes. It was giving me back like two or three hours of the work day that I would have otherwise spent to be honest, like chatting with coworkers or scrolling through emails. And um, you know, I think we kind of have to look at it that way is like, 
we shouldn't feel guilty for it. It's actually, it should be an, I almost feel like it's an obligation to ourselves and to the people around us because we'll show up so much better. And like you said, asking for help. And that's something that still to this day I struggle with, but I've realized there's nothing wrong with that. And like you said, I think people appreciate it. I think people are like, okay, I, you know, it, it kind of like in a way it shows your vulnerability. Like I can't do it all and I need you to help me. And I think it helps build a stronger team at home, at work, wherever you're asking for the help. I really do think it can actually strengthen relationships by doing that. Um, And then, you know, just tying the whole thing to manifestation, it's like people are constantly responding and reacting to us. So just like you said in the beginning, like if you are rushing around, you're probably going to bust through the the door at work and you might have this look on your face, like you're really stressed out and people are going to respond to that in a very specific way. Where, like you said, if you come in and you're beaming and you're feeling really good, like people are going to welcome that energy. And so you start magnetizing, you know, positive people and experiences and opportunities instead of being met with all this resistance. And um, that's totally, that's totally something that took me a really long time to realize because I have been accused more than once of having resting bitch face, which I know like, I, it's so funny. Cause people will be like, Oh my gosh, I thought you hated me when we first met. And I'm like, no, like I actually thought you were great. And they're like, you just seemed so like mad at me or something. And I'm like, no, in my head, it's like a circus. I'm like, woo, everything's great. But then sometimes my face is just like, looks angry. So anyhow, we, my husband always jokes about that with me, but, um, but I did notice that like just smiling, like doing stuff to smile can not only help people react to you in a more positive way, but actually will increase your positivity and vibration. Even if it's forced, it still like releases all those feel good, you know, hormones in our bodies. So it's like just these little tiny increments of change can have, like you said, that, that compound effect or that ripple effect. Um, so I wanted to bring this up too, since you do yoga and everything else. Like I always, I always like look to people that did yoga and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that, but I'm just, I'm not flexible. And like, I'm so clumsy. And when I moved to Florida, I, I don't know why I I just like made it a rule that now that I'm in Florida, for some reason, like, I don't know why Florida would be any different from Illinois, but now that I'm in Florida every single morning, I am going to do yoga. And so I started doing yoga every morning and still to this day, I do it now. It's only like five minutes. It's not like a full on, but I do it every day. And what I have noticed is, wow, my, my body feels different. My mindset feels different. And so like, this is what I do. I, I just, it's, I do very like simple moves. I'm still not very flexible, but as I'm going through this yoga flow, I'll do that habit stacking that you're talking about. Mm. I'll start thinking, what do I have going on today and how do I want it to go? And I started doing this when I was in my day job. And if I had a really big, you know, meeting or something that I was nervous about, I would just start thinking like, this is going to go so perfect. And I would just, you know, think about exactly how I wanted it to go. And it would go that way. Like it would literally happen how I planned it out in my mind. And then I also noticed that 
all of those little aches and pains and feeling stiff that I used to have that most people experience just from sleeping funny or just from, you know, just from life, they're gone. Like my body feels so good every day. I don't have all those like weird little aches and pains. So I definitely recommend people trying this, even if they think that they're not flexible. And I know that has not really a whole lot to do with a morning routine, but can you just talk about that for a second? Because, and the reason I'm bringing this all up is really more so for my husband who like super not flexible whatsoever. So he is like, I could never do yoga. Like I'm not flexible, but he suffers from all these back issues. And I keep telling him if you would just try yoga, like I swear it would help all of these issues that you have. Do you like, what's your take on all this and how can he get started? this. (laughs) This is amazing. Well, to be fair, I mean, really, this is what pushed me into mindset work of being a yoga teacher, because I, I always joked when I first started teaching, like I'd joke to students saying I'm, I'm the bumper sticker teacher because I'd always come out with a quote that you could put on a bumper sticker. Uh, but the first things that really come to mind is for me, it's always something is better than nothing. So when we have like now we've got summer break, when we break for Christmas and people I would see at a yoga class, they'd come to my class an hour a week and they're like, oh, I won't be able to do an hour at home. And I was like, well, I'm not asking you to just roll out your mat, do a sun salutation, sit on your mat with your morning cup of coffee and make that a habit. And in time, you'll be like, well, this is where I have my cup of coffee and maybe I'll get my journal out. And you just associate that place on your yoga mat with doing this in your morning routine or whenever in the day to feeling great. And a few yoga teachers that I know, they love the saying, move a muscle, change a feeling. And oh, I like that. Yeah, it's that move, just being able to move yourself because we are creatures now, aren't we? We're doing what we're doing now. We're sitting at a computer and how often do we move? And we're not meant to sit and be still. So we get frustrated and we're focused on what we're doing. Whereas by getting up and just moving, even if it's a simple stretch, stretching your arms over your head, have a little stretch to the side and then you go. Perfect. You know, I, I don't expect people unless it feels good to do an hour at home. I never started my practice with an hour. It was 10 minutes. I did 10 minutes and I'd turn the video off and I'd be like, I'm done. Or if it felt good, I'd I'd do the next practice. So by doing something will always feel amazing because you're moving your body and that's what we're made to do. And then I put the caveat in at the end. You've said it a few times. I'm not flexible. And any time a student says that to me, I then suddenly butt in with yet I'm not flexible yet. Mm. Put that intention in that I'm not there yet. But by saying that, you're then putting that intention of, well, actually, do I want to be flexible? How do I want to? And we come back to that. How do I want to feel? How do I want this practice to help me feel? And you set that intention and that's how your yoga practice will become and it will move from there. But absolutely, by getting that movement in for your husband, in particular with his back, it's it's the movement helps your circulation and that's what helps you to feel good because then you know as just as empowering as it is to focus on the breath that's not going to get around your body as brilliantly if your circulation isn't as good and you improve Mm. your circulation by moving your body so whether you're sitting all day and then you're lying in bed all night if there's little movements by inviting in just five minutes it will make such a big difference and that's where that compound effect will come back in right Well, there is such a, a big mind body connection and, you know, unfortunately most of us do live sedentary lives. So it's, once again, it's like finding those little 
pockets of time. And for me, it was worth it because, you know, not having to deal with these little aches and pains just made it like a non-negotiable for me. And I say I'm still not flexible, but I mean, my gosh, I'm probably more flexible now than I was when I was in high school. So, you know, I might not be as flexible as a yoga instructor, but it really does. um, It does help improve. Like, I just feel like my whole body just feels different now in such a, a positive way. And just another little like parenting tip for, for, parents that have young ones at home is now I, um, I have a two-year-old and one-year-old and, uh, a lot of times I'll do my little yoga sequence, like after they've already been up, if I didn't, if I didn't get to it before they woke up and it's so cute because I will do it and they will come next to me and like mimic me and they'll do the little yoga poses. And I'm like, this is so adorable. And it's teaching them a really positive, routine. Like this is what we do in the morning. We move our bodies. And, um, so, you know, I think sometimes we look at kids, especially really young kids, like one and two is like, oh, I'll, I'll show them later. Or that's not something you can teach them at that age, but they really do pick up on it. I mean, they know how to do like all of the mo the whole sequence now. And it's really cool. And it's really just like a, a little thing we do now. And, um, you know, so it's like, once again, incorporating your kids, your spouse, your family, whoever, Um, and then you have that accountability and you're also helping your family like stay super healthy. So Mm, I I just love, yeah, Yeah. I love all of this. It's just, it really does create a whole vibe for your life. And I used to always say like how you set the tone in the morning sets the tone for the whole day. How you set the tone on Monday sets the tone for the whole week. And I really do think that there is something to that. It's, it's just simply taking that intention and it can change your whole entire life. So why not try it out? And like you said, you don't even need extra time. Like let's just start with the shower or with brushing your teeth and, and go from there. So Rachel is actually going to be leading a workshop inside the Manifest It Now app. So this is going to be a live workshop where everyone can come and they can ask you questions and, um, it's going to be just full of all this goodness about morning routines and manifestation. And so that is going to be October 11th at noon Eastern times. So anyone that is a member of the inner tribe will get access to that zoom link and can meet Rachel and uh, ask questions at the end. So I encourage everyone to um, take advantage of that. And then Rachel, can you let everyone know where they can find you? Absolutely. So I pretty much hang out on Instagram. So I'm always posting up little tips on there. So I am there at I am Rachel underscore UK. And I also do wellbeing coaching. So if you want to work with me one on one to build a morning routine or get connected to really empowering and elevating your wellbeing, you can get in touch with me there if I pop the information over to you Stephanie so you can pop that in the, the show notes that'd be awesome and you can just book in a, a free 30 minute call with me and we can discuss what you need or if you're wanting to really work on that one percent I have a well-being membership which I call the rise and shine group so we start our day every day with a 15 minute practice and it's all sorts of different well-being practices so you can really find the one that works best for you. Oh, I absolutely love that. I will link all those things in the show notes and we'll see you uh, for the live workshop. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up-level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up-level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.